uh, if you are on the autism spectrum and you're, uh, and if you feel like you're sometimes, uh, I don't know, um, I'm looking for the word. If you, if you just feel like you're out of place, well, don't. Uh, happens to all of us. Uh, my friend here, uh, uh, Ben, he's going to be talking about why autism is not a curse. I used to think it was a curse back then. I used to ask my strength now. So let's welcome Ben out. Uh, so Ben, uh, b before we get started, can you tell the audience a, a little about who you are, how you got started, and what you do? How I what? How you got started. With my writing? Yeah. Sure. Hi, I'm Ben Levin, an autistic teen author. I've been making up stories since I was 10, and I, and I self-published my books from 14 forward, and I'm... I'm sorry, I'm not very smooth. Yeah, that's fine, you know. I loved making up stories from an early age, but it didn't come up to occur to me to write a book until when I was 10, and Mom kept accidentally referring to one of my made-up stories as a book multiple times by mistake, and that made me think, maybe I should turn it into a book. I did, and... It turned out writing was something I had a lot of fun doing. And just like that, I found my passion for life. That's great because, uh, yeah, you know, I like to write as well. Though, when you're writing for on a website, it's a lot more different than uh, because there's certain criteria you have to follow and totally annoying at times because it's like, oh, you're supposed to be doing this, you're supposed to be doing that, and I'm like, geez, can, 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 there should be like some kind of just easy set of rules to follow? Come on, please. <laughs> As, at least a book is like, okay, you have to put it in a format, and then you publish it. I mean, I, I don't know all the steps because I haven't wrote a book. Uh, I co-authored a book. But it's not like I was in charge of any of that. I just showed up, did my piece, and <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I took the easy way out. No, I'm kidding. It still wasn't easy. I still had to write a chapter. <laughs> and that's kind of daunting on me. So what kind of uh, stuff do you like to write about? Do you, uh, I like writing about all kinds of things. I like write. I love writing about animals, friendship, and history. And my fourth favorite thing to write about, actually, all four of the subjects are tied, is something you're probably gonna love since you love fitness. I'm assuming. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, my fourth favorite. The fourth part of my four favorite things to write about is sports. Oh, I like sports. Um, Who's your favorite sports team? Hmm. I don't really watch sports as much, but when I was younger, I used to, like, a few years back, I used to love watching either the 
Yankees or the Lakers. That's cool. Um, my favorite sports team is that, uh, the New York Giants uh, in football, and I also like uh, Duke basketball and uh, uh, Indiana Hoosiers in basketball as well. But when the two teams play each other, Indiana and Duke, I always have to go over Duke because my because ever since uh, I was very young, living in New Jersey, uh, me and my dad watched the Duke game every single time when it came on, and I've been watching Duke for I have to say pretty much like uh, I would say it's at least twenty eight years of my life so far. So uh, that's pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much my whole life. It's like so. It's like two goals away, and I'm definitely watching Coach Gay's last home game tomorrow. I'm gonna miss him so much. I never met him in person, but I got two two of his autographs. That's so. so cool. Yeah, I, I know where I'm gonna be at six o'clock tomorrow night watching them destroy UNC. Sorry for sorry for anybody who's in a UNC fan, but two goals away. So. <laughs> I used to have that feeling when originally I would have two. I used to have two favorite sports teams at a time. I was I I decide what teams are based on who I read about since I love reading about biographical people. I biographies basically. I used to like. For baseball, my favorite teams were the Yankees and the Dodgers. And for basketball, my favorite teams were the Lakers and the Celtics. I didn't know back then that you couldn't root for both Lakers and Celtics. So, I ended up going with the Lakers for a little while because of how much I like the Wii. Makes sense. And just out of curiosity... um, what uh so why are you for you um was it hard for you growing up uh on the autism spectrum it was i felt different in a lot of ways especially for me it communicating and spending time with others wasn't easy I had to do a special program in order to learn how to want to do it, I guess, to be inspired. But those types, and even now, I struggle with things like when situations get overwhelming, I shake my knees. I, I, I roll my shoulders, stuff like that. And sometimes the fact I had to be homeschooled for this program did make me feel a little different. And the fact that there were some things I just didn't understand about other kids. Like when I was five, I went to a a special needs camp. But when the kids were playing tag, when we went to the playground, they were screaming, ah, and some reason I was convinced that they were screaming because of me that they were scared of me so because of that I became afraid to 
spend time with them and on the playground. It was fine in other activities except for gym or any other physical ones because those types just made me think that they were scared of that they were scared of me because of all the screaming they did during those and I just would sit by myself and watch. Then Shortly after I went to the camp, I went on a picnic with some, with a, with family friends and some, and some other kids who I used to be good friends with one of the, with the kid in the family friend, in the family friend, if you get what I'm saying, and one of the kids, of back then, I hadn't realized that millions of people around the world have the same names. And when I heard one of the kids had the name of which one of the kids from my camp also had, and when they started playing games, part of me assumed that that kid had already informed everyone that I was dangerous, I guess, and that made me think the whole world knew or something. I have no idea what I was thinking back then, and I spent three years afraid to be on playgrounds unless I was alone. Gee, uh, it's like my, uh, for me growing up with autism, uh, I know. I didn't really know I was autistic until I was in 11th grade when I got invited to my own IEP meeting, which was literally the biggest waste of time I've ever been to. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's like, I'm, like today, like I joke about it because like I can literally tell you what, what the scenario was. I was in this small conference room with this long table one, some people sat on the right side, some people sat on the left side. Guess where I sat at? I sat at the head of the table, and I got to see both sides arguing, ah, this would be better for Jimmy, and then this would be better for Jimmy. And you were allowed to speak at your IEP meeting? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, they invited me, because I was at a certain age in high school, I was, well, they said that I was, they basically said it was uh, like an like an upcoming from my age, and like oh, it shows you the maturity. And but before I, I even got to go in, they, they remind me it's like just let you know you're not allowed to speak at your own IEP meeting. I'm like, even though this Why? meeting is about me, okay, cool. So so while that's not okay. I know, and while the two people were the, the constant bickering back and forth between the, the two sides of the table, I'm like thinking, it's like, well, Jimmy's over here thinking, you guys are all stupid, and this was a waste of time. Can I go back and just and pour myself into class that I didn't care to be in anyway? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't care for high school. I didn't care for middle school. I mean, I still graduated, but. Uh, that's how I felt back then. 
stuff's changed now, but it just, uh, but yeah, I just felt like it was a total waste of time. And like, thanks, I I'm gonna get nothing out of this meeting. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I can really, I'm multiple. Forget everything that you know about a web browser because you will be blown away by psychic browser. It's no ordinary web browser like Firefox, Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge, and all the other web browsers out there. It's based on productivity. And let me just name a few other functionalities that it has. It's very fast. It blocks ads by default. You don't see that with Google Chrome, do you? Nope. And there's also a sidebar, built-in sidebar, so you can have all your uh, tools and systems all in one place without having to go search and wait for wait for the web page to load. It's just right there with a click of a button. Try Sidekick out below with the link in the show notes and descriptions for more information about Sidekick. It'll boost your productivity probably tenfold because that's what I use it for is productivity. Check out Sidekick and tell them I sent you. Welcome to another. Oh, I forgot to put my microphone. Um, ha ha ha! That's funny. Uh, that's what kind of. Okay. Um, welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Eleven Podcast slash Weekly Motivation with Crazy Fitness Guy. Uh, yeah, my Friday's literally not going away. Uh, I see. I almost forgot my microphone. I got everything else on my trusty mic. That's how my show. That's how it goes. Uh, so before we get started, uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Jim Close Speaker and Instagram at Jim Close Speaker and Jim Close Speaker on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Crazy Fitness Guy at Crazy Fitness Guy at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can. It's highly recommended that you subscribe to uh, Twitch, uh, subscribe to our channels on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and of course Instagram, but I can only type in so many different places. And when this show goes live, you can listen to it on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And I, I highly recommend if you love the show and want to support us, 
check out the premium uh, podcast for only five dollars a month or sixty or twenty dollars a year, and you get behind the scenes access, listen ad free, and so much more. Uh, check out Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Crazy Fitness Guy Premium podcast uh, by visiting the link in the show notes. Uh, or the uh, or just go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast and it's on every single page in the banner at the top of the website. You're welcome. I made it easy. And last but not least, check out my friends at cleaver.fm to comment on our show, highlight our favorite parts of the show, and so much more. You can interact with me, uh, ask questions, and whatnot. So go check out cleaver.fm for more information about them and what they do. And it's a cool app. Check them out. Anyway, uh, if you are on the autism spectrum and you're, uh, and if you feel like you're sometimes, uh, I don't know, um, I'm looking for the word. If you, if you just feel like you're out of place, well, don't. Uh, Happens to all of us. Uh, my friend here, uh, uh, Ben, he's going to be talking about why autism is not a curse. I used to think it was a curse back then. I used it as my strength now. So let's welcome Ben out. Hey, Ben. Why is that video still going? Oh, uh, no. See, technology hates me, I guess. Like happened. The future of the video is still playing. Even though it's supposed to be off. Cool. Oh well. Cool. I don't know why it is there. It's like it's playing it catch up. It's a really good video. Thank you. It just lets it just wants to play twice. Guys, just to be honest, I think we're watching. I'm not even like any buttons at the moment that even like has the video up and running, so I'm not even sure why it plays twice. So <laughs> my hands are literally off the keyboard. See, I'm not touching anything. So, uh, uh, so Ben, uh, b- before we get started, can you tell the audience a little about who you are, how you got started, and what you do? How I what? How you got started? With my writing? Yeah. Sure. Hi, I'm Ben Levin, an autistic teen author. I've been making up stories since I was 10, and I and I self-published my books from 14 forward, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not very smooth. Yeah, that's fine, you know. I loved making up stories from an early age, but it didn't come up to occur to me to write a book until when I was 10 and mom kept accidentally referring to one of my made-up stories as a book multiple times by mistake, and that made me think maybe I should turn it into a book. I did, and it turned out writing was something I had a lot of fun doing. And just like that, I found my passion for life. That's great because, uh, yeah, you know, I like to write as well. Though 
when you're writing for on a website, it's a lot more different than uh, because there's certain criteria you have to follow and totally annoying at times because it's like, oh, you're supposed to be doing this, you're supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, geez, can, 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 there should be like some kind of just easy set of rules to follow. Come on, please. At least a book is like, okay, you have to put it in a format and then you publish it. I mean, I, I don't know all the stuff because I haven't wrote a book. Uh, I co-authored a book, but it's not like I was in charge of any of that. I just showed up, did my piece, and <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I took the easy way out. I'm kidding. It still wasn't easy. I still had to write a chapter. And that's kind of daunting on me. So what kind of uh, stuff do you like to write about? Do you, uh, I like writing about all kinds of things. Hydroflask is the best water bottle, in my opinion, because it keeps my water nice, cold, and refreshing throughout the day. And yes, I do drink a lot of water throughout the day. So even though it stays long, colder for longer, I still like uh, having a reusable water bottle like Hydroflex because it just sits on my desk and uh, it just sits on my desk and reminds me, hey, you got to drink water. And and Hydroflask, uh, it keeps it cold longer, which makes me want to drink more water throughout the day because, you know, there's nothing worse than drinking warm water. Yeah. Go to hydroflask.com and, and use the link in the show notes. And yes, I do get a small commission from Hydroflask, so, which also helps support the show. So uh, tell them I sent you. Use the link below. And uh, yeah, check out hydroflask.com for more information. Things. I like write. I love writing about animals friendship, and history, and my fourth favorite thing to write about, actually all four of the subjects are tied, is something you're probably going to love since you love fitness, I'm assuming. Yeah, I do. My fourth favorite, the fourth part of my four favorite things to write about is sports. I like sports. Um, Who's your favorite sports team? Hmm. I don't really watch sports as much, but when I was younger, I used to, like a few years back, I used to love watching either the Yankees or the Lakers. That's cool. Um, my favorite sports team is uh, the New York Giants uh, in football, and I also like uh, Duke basketball and uh uh, Indiana Hoosiers in basketball as well, but when the two teams play each other, Indiana and Duke, I always have to go over Duke because my because ever since uh, I was very young, living in New Jersey, uh, me and my dad watched the Duke game every single time when it came on, and I've been watching Duke for I have to say pretty much like uh, I was at least. 28 years of my life so far so uh that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much my whole life it's like so it's like two goals away and i'm definitely watching coach gay's last home game tomorrow i'm gonna miss him so much i never met him in person but i got two two of his autographs that's so. so cool <laughs> yeah 
I know where I'm going to be at six o'clock tomorrow night, watching them destroy UNC. Sorry for sorry for anybody who's a uh, UNC fan, but Duke all the way. So I used to have that feeling when originally I would have two. Be- I used to have two favorite sports teams at the time. I was I. I decide what teams are based on who I read about since I love reading about biographical people. I biographies basically. I used to like for baseball my favorite teams were the Yankees and the Dodgers and for basketball my favorite teams were the Lakers and the Celtics. I didn't know back then that you couldn't root for both Lakers and Celtics. So I ended up going with the Lakers for a little while because of how much I like the Wii. Makes sense. And just out of curiosity, um, what, uh, so why are you, for you, um, was it hard for you growing up uh, on the autism spectrum? It was. I felt different in a lot of ways. Especially for me, it communicating and spending time with others wasn't easy. I had to do a special program in order to learn how to want to do it, I guess, to be inspired. But those types, and even now, I struggle with things like when situations get overwhelming, I shake my knees. I, I, I roll my shoulders, stuff like that. And sometimes the fact I had to be homeschooled for this program did make me feel a little different. And the fact that there were some things I just didn't understand about other kids. Like when I was five, I went to a a special needs camp. But when the kids were playing tag when we went to the playground, they were screaming, ah! and for some reason, I was convinced that they were screaming because of me, that they were scared of me. So because of that, I became afraid to spend time with them and on the playground. I was fine in other activities, except for gym or any other physical ones, because those types just made me think that they were scared of that they were scared of me because of all the screaming they did during those and I just would sit by myself and watch then shortly after I went to the camp I went on a picnic with some with a with family, friends, and some, uh, and some other kids who I used to be good friends with one of the with the kid in the family friend in the family friend to be what I'm saying, and one of the kids back then I hadn't realized that. Millions of people around the world have the same names. And when I heard one of the kids had the name of 
which one of the kids from my camp also had. And when they started playing games, part of me assumed that that kid had already informed everyone that I was dangerous, I guess. And that made me think the whole world knew or something. I have no idea what I was thinking back then. And I spent three years afraid to be on playground unless I was alone. Jeez, uh, like my, uh, for me growing up with autism, uh, I know, I didn't really know I was autistic until I was 11, in 11th grade when I got invited to my own IEP meeting, which was literally the biggest waste of time I've ever been to. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, it's like, I'm uh, like today, like I joke about it because like I can literally tell you what, what the scenario was. I was in this small conference room with this long table. One, some people sat on the right side, some people sat on the left side. Guess where I sat at? I sat at the head of the table and I got to see both sides arguing. Uh, this would be better for Jimmy. Then this would be better for Jimmy. And you were allowed to speak at your IEP meeting. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they invited me because I was at a certain age eight, in high school. I was. Well, they said that I was. They basically said it was uh, like an like an upcoming for my age, and like oh, it shows you the maturity and. But before I, I even got to go in, they, they remind me, it's like, just let you know, you're not allowed to speak at your own IEP meeting. I'm like, even though this what? meeting is about me, okay, cool. So, and so while I was the two, that's not okay. I know. And while the two people were the, the constant bickering back and forth between the, the two. Are you stuck with you? Uh, and you don't know what to do for uh, dinner? Well, let me tell you about this awesome, amazing company called Eat Clean Bro. You get healthy recipes delivered right to your door. They're fresh. They're cooked for you. And all you have to do is heat it up in a microwave or oven. It's simple, quick and easy, affordable, and uh, they're, and each meal is delicious. I've... I found them through uh, through uh, Tiger Shulman's Karate, and I joined them and partnered with them because I think you will like them too. And I absolutely love their meals. They're fresh, authentic, and it's all around great food that you n normally think, oh gee, I think this would take hours to cook, but they already took out, out all the cooking for you. All you have to do is heat it up in the microwave. How simple is that? Or the stove, or, I mean, or the oven. So go check out uh, Eat Clean Bro in the links in the show notes for more information about them. Besides the table, I'm like thinking, it's like, well, Jimmy's over here thinking, you guys are all stupid, and this was a waste of time. Can I go back and just pour myself into class that I didn't care to be in anyway? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't care for high school. I didn't care for middle school. I mean, I still graduated, but uh, that's how I felt back then. Stuff's changed now, but it just. Um, 
But yeah, I just felt like it was a total waste of time. I was like, thanks. I I'm going to get nothing out of this meeting. <laughs> so, so yeah, I can really, I'm multiple uh, things with you about, yeah, growing up, it was hard for me to make friends, even though somehow I did make some friends. I don't I don't know how I made some friends because uh, I was very, very not social back then. I kind of kept in my turtle shell. <laughs> a very, very small, comforting shell. But <laughs> And now I just have a big mouth that doesn't know how to shut up. I was exactly the same way. From the age... From when I was really little up until I did that program, I was really quiet too. But when I was out of the program and started being in school, I, especially at the school I went through from third grade through seventh, was called out hundreds of times, especially in third and fourth grade, for talking all the time. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I don't remember if I did that, but I just, I remember I got into a lot of trouble because I had a lot of autism meltdowns. And what I think was kind of hypocritical at, at one time was when I stood up to the bullies, they, uh, my, my math teacher told me to go down to the principal's office and because I interrupted math class. And to be honest, it wasn't like, at the very beginning of math class, it was like 10 minutes left in math class and it was, everything was just wrapping up and it's like, Oh, come on. And it's like, I'm being sent down to the principal's office, but, uh, but these bullies are picking on their, my friend and who's in a wheelchair, but they don't get to re be removed at all. And it's like, Gee, I thought, I was, I, you know, like in the movies, you, you would think that like, Oh, well, because this is happening, I knew I was going to get some kind of repercussion, but it's like, gee, you're coming over the side with me. Uh, you're not going to. But they just sent me down to the principal's office instead. And I'm like, okay, this is the Twilight Zone or some kind of thing going on. I'm not really sure. Sounds really messed up. Yeah. My school did a lot of things that was messed up. Uh if I was in charge of the whole situation and this whole school system, I would have done a lot of things different. Too bad I wasn't in charge. Yeah. Imagine if Jimmy was in charge. That would be wonderful. And imagine a school where one thing schools don't have enough of teachers who are actually on the spectrum. We need more of those teachers who can actually understand us, understand what it's like to be us. Well, I think one of the things I appreciated, uh, uh, my seventh grade teacher, she, uh, who was my special education teacher at the time, she had, she gave, she understood me uh, very well. She knew when I was about to get upset, she knew what caused me to get upset when I didn't even know myself. Uh, she stood. She stood up to this annoying principal who thought bullying didn't exist in school. Uh, I think he had a little problems with his brain. I'm not really sure. Uh, 
just just a small part of his brain. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, of course, I joke about it now, but that's how I basically got through everything was make a, some kind of a smart aleck joke about it. Uh, hey, you can, sometimes you just have to joke in life, or everything and just, ooh, I got bullied, but it was me. Sure. So, my next question is, uh, why do you feel like autism is not a curse? Two reasons, particularly. The first is our community is just so special. I've made, I've always had this one really close friend who was also on the spectrum for the past six and a half years. And last year I made another great friend who was also an autistic author. And he introduced me to some of his friends in because my needs are significantly low in lack, I've I've been always been in the mainstream program, but getting the kids in the special ed program was kids who were like me was so cool, and I we even formed a club together to celebrate our talents the called the special talents club which brings me to the, my next point of why i think autism's a gift because i don't think i'd be able to write the way i can if i wasn't autistic the way i can come up with all these storylines keep in keep hold of them and stay concentrated and come yeah I agree with you on that. Uh, for me, uh, I I also feel, feel like it's a gift because, you know, I know, and I don't know if this is going to come out right, but I'm just going to say it anyway. And sorry if I offend anyone, but I've been having a long week and it's the end of the week. So sorry if I'm not on the very top of my game, but one of but. For me, I know some of my, uh, some, I don't say, if, I don't say my, um, I wouldn't say it was um, my, I wouldn't say, I, I mean, I, I see some, like my parents, they have a good memory, but I, I can remember things far, far long ago, like, from I I remember a lot of lines from movies, TV shows, and so many different things. And one of and I read an article somewhere, I forget where, but and and I forget the source. But they 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 did say that people on the autism spectrum have very good memories for a lot of things, and I mean very long term memories. So like I. I, I can literally recall what happened the previous week, the week before that, a month ago, two months ago, five years ago. Maybe not from all the way up until I was born, but I, but I can remember, I can recall. And sometimes it drives my parents nuts because it's like, Jimmy, that didn't happen. And it's like, you're literally going to try to argue with me who has a spot-on memory for stuff and I can memorize literally every line by line from a TV show that and and then and once I say that sometimes they just kind of just drop it and say that's so I win <laughs> uh, 
not that I always try to make a habit of it, but just it's kind of fun to be right. <laughs> but yeah, that's just. Um, but then I think then another thing that I like to, uh, I also like to bring up is that I people, I also like to, I. I know that I can have many different thoughts, different thought processes, and I like to, and I think outside of the. I like to. I like to think I think outside of the box quite a bit, and I have many good ideas. You know, sometimes those ideas lead to so many ideas that I just can't get them all down on paper or implement them right away, which kind of drives me nuts because then it's like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's go do it. And you kind of feel like this, it's not going to take very long. Five hours later, it's still not done. I've been through that too. But yeah, I could just find a few people on the autism spectrum have uh, unique thinking capabilities, have great creative ideas. I've seen some companies, I'm not going to specifically say any names, but some of them, I don't feel like they have some, they didn't think of when they created their product or whatnot, it's not capable of it. It's only capable of one web browser, and you kind of just have to think, why? This is not modern technology. And I'm sort of thinking every different reason in my mind. And it's like, what kind of company does this? This is, doesn't seem right. So I kind of think of different scenarios. And it's like, what would I say to this company? I think this is totally weird. I am what you call an indie podcaster. If I run out of money, there's nobody backing Crazy Fitness Guy. How you can support Crazy Fitness Guy is becoming a premium subscriber to Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast. Our first plan is called Low Crazy. You'll get 100% ad-free content with zero sponsorships and zero commercials. The second plan we have is called Crazy crazy for 3.99 a month you get access to the full episodes for the full library archives early access to the shows all episodes are ad free shout outs out on the show and you will get be helping support our mission and all the episodes are unedited for the next plan if you go year long for 30 dollars a year they're extremely crazy you get you get everything in the crazy plan plus you'll get access to exclusive members private private facebook group and bonus ask ask me about anything episodes and you get to suggest topics for the show in the facebook group so if that so if you want to help support crazy fitness guy there's three plans starting at 2.99 a month going up to 30 dollars a year so it's 2.99 the next plan is up is 3.99 and then $30 a year. So thank you for all your support for for the years. And I hope I can, I'm looking forward to continue making content just for you. Thank you. To become a premium podcast subscriber, click the links in the show notes and see which plan is right for you. But that's just probably me. So, uh, before, so do you have any uh, books that you like to promote on the show? 
I wrote one. I have a book that was pub was I first professionally published on nine, one nine months ago in the hole. It's about a young boy who faces homelessness for several years in his childhood along with his family. I wrote the book to help raise awareness for the cause and help show that homelessness can happen to anyone, even really, really hardworking people. It's not, they are not a different kind of people. They're just like the housed. That's part of the reason why a lot of people prefer the word unsheltered. And, and it's actually a really important cause in our time when, especially with how the pandemic affected the economy, more people are becoming homeless. Yeah, it's totally sad and and whatnot. Uh, so just uh, before we wrap up, uh, where can people find out more information about who you are, what you do? Actually, before you ask that, is it okay if I also mention this series I have coming out next month? Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. I'm sorry. I'm No worries. Uh... I also have a new series coming out about a little girl who loves making new friends and going on adventures with them. The first five books in the, in forty out of 44 are coming out this April. Dawn, Molly, Sadie, Abby, and Jessica. The series is called Nellie's Friends, and Nellie's Friends is very different from In the Hole, which is one of my favorite things about my writing. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm capable of writing a lot of really, really different things. I'm going to have to check those books out. <laughs> um, and as for where people can find me, follow my Instagram, author, or go to my website, benlevinauthor.com. And uh, I just, where is it? Do, do, do. Menu. Yeah, there's the banner. Sorry, I have like this tool I'm using. It has like so many different sub menus and whatnot. So I had to go click one to go click the other. And it's kind of confusing to explain on my end. But yeah, it's okay. But. You gotta promise me something though. When when those books are released, uh, you gotta come back on the show because uh, I think the the audience would find it uh, would like to know more about the books in detail. Maybe after they uh, read them and whatnot. Okay. And let's definitely stay in touch because uh, yeah, I, I think absolutely. I'd love that. Awesome. Uh, so uh, thanks for being our guest on Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Loving Podcast slash Weekly Motivation with Crazy Fitness Guy. And I'll just wrap up the show and we can part our ways for the day. And thanks for being a guest. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. So that's all that we have time for today. And it's a, I'm very grateful that Ben was on the show. He uh, 
And like you said, uh, if you want to go learn more about him, go to levineauthor.com and uh, check out his work. And he, trust me, his stuff ain't going to come back on the show in the future. And if you want to follow me, go to Crazy Fit. Um, go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jimmy Clay Speaker and Jimmy Clay Speaker on Twitter. You can follow Crazy Fitness Guy at Crazy Fitness Guy at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can basically live stream on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Though I'm not sure how much it shows on Instagram. Uh, and you can listen to uh, this podcast once it goes live on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and so many more platforms. Nah, I can't even list them all. And if you want to help support Crazy Fitness Guy's work and help keep the show up and running, subscribe to Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast for only $5 a month or $20 a year. You get behind-the-scenes access, listen ad-free, and so much more. Subscribe today or go to Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast and check and learn to learn more about the uh premium podcast and sometime in the future I'm going to be having a mission statement and what's included on everything just give me time to do it uh, and visit my friends at cleaver.fm to comment on our show highlight your favorite parts of the show and so much more they're a very unique podcast app just like everyone in the autism community who are very unique just like me and Ben uh and, and last but not least, uh, just a shout out to everyone who uh, watched the live stream. Thanks for commenting, and, and thanks Whitney for a great discussion. And thanks on, and thanks for Andre Paz for in uh, the hall is perfect for young adult readers. Ben Levine's. Nellie's Friends series is great for younger readers. I'm going to definitely check them out. And I can't highlight everybody because it only shows up as Facebook user. Of course, Facebook does that. And a big shout out to Will Brody. Hello to you too. And that's it for today. I'll see you again back here for another episode of Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Living Podcast slash Weekly Motivation with Crazy Fitness Guy. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay motivated. See you again here next time. Peace. Literally every line by line from a TV show that and and then and once I say that sometimes they just kind of just drop it and it's like that's so I win <laughs> uh, not that I always try to make a habit of it but it just it's kind of fun to be right <laughs> but yeah that's just um but then I think then another thing that I like to uh I also like to bring up is that I people I also like to 
I know that I can have many different thoughts, different thought processes, and I like to, and I think outside of the. I like to. I like to think I think outside of the box quite a bit, and I have many good ideas. Now, sometimes those ideas lead to so many ideas that I just can't get them all down on paper or implement them right away, which kind of drives me nuts because it's like, oh, this is a good idea. Let's go do it. And you kind of feel like this, it's not going to take very long. Five hours later, it's still not done. <laughs> I've been through that too. But yeah, I could just find a feel... People on the autism spectrum have uh, unique thinking capabilities, have great creative ideas. I've seen some companies, I'm not going to specifically say any names, but some of them, I don't feel like they have some, they didn't think of when they created their product or whatnot, it's not capable of it. It's only capable of one web browser, and you kind of just have to think, why? This is not modern technology. And I'm sort of thinking every different reason in my mind. And it's like, what kind of company does this? This is, doesn't seem right. So I kind of think of different scenarios. And it's like, what would I say to this company? I was like, this is totally weird. But that just put on me. <laughs> so, uh, be so. Do you have any uh, books that you like to promote on the show? I wrote one. I have a book that was pub was I first professionally mm -hmm. published on nine one nine months ago in the hole. It's about a young boy who faces homelessness for several years in his childhood along with his family. I wrote the book to help raise awareness for the cause and help show that homelessness can happen to anyone, even really, really hardworking people. It's not, they are not a different kind of people. They're just like the housed. That's part of the reason why a lot of people prefer the word unsheltered. And and it's actually a really important ca cause in our time when, especially with how the pandemic affected the economy, more people are becoming homeless. Yeah, it's totally sad and and whatnot. Uh, so, just uh, before we wrap up, uh, where can people find out? more information about who you are, what you do. Actually, before you ask that, is it okay if I also mention this series I have coming out next month? Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. I'm sorry. I'm... No worries. I also have a new series coming out about a little girl who loves making new friends and going on adventures with them. The first five books in the in 40 out of 44 are coming out this april dawn molly sadie abby and jessica this series is called nelly's friends and 
Nellie's Friends is very different from In the Hole, which is one of my favorite th things about my writing. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm capable of writing a lot of really, really different things. I'm going to have to check those books out. <laughs> um, and that's for where people can find me, follow my Instagram, author, or go to my website, benlevinauthor.com. And I just, where is it? Do, do, do. Menu. Yeah, there's the banner. <laughs> Sorry, I have like this tool I'm using. It has like so many different sub menus and whatnot. So I had to go click one to go click the other. And it's kind of confusing to explain on my end. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. But. You gotta promise me something though. When when those books are released, uh, you gotta come back on the show because uh, I think the the audience would find it uh, would like to know more about the books in detail. Maybe after they uh, read them and whatnot. Okay. And let's definitely stay in touch because uh, yeah, I, I think absolutely. I'd love that. Awesome. Uh, so uh, thanks for being our guest on Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Loving Podcast slash Weekly Motivation with Crazy Fitness Guy. And I'll just wrap up the show and we can part our ways for the day. And thanks for being a guest. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. The internet can be an, a distraction place. It, it, it's full of distractions like social media, shopping, and so many more websites that are very distracting, just like video games and whatnot. But it is all over the place. So much noise going on. Well, with a blocker tool like Freedom Blocker, it can block in all those distraction websites that you find distracting. I block uh, RuneScape, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and all the social media marketing tools. Without Freedom Blocker, I wouldn't be able to uh, run crazyfitnessguy.com because I'd be distracted all day long. But thanks to them, so uh, I'm no longer distracted. Go to visit the um, web link in the show notes for more information about Freedom Blocker, for more information about what they do, what they are, and whatnot. And you can, and the best part about Freedom Blocker, you can use it on all of your devices: Apple, Windows, Macs, tablets, and more. Visit them to follow more information. And, and last but not least, uh, just a shout out to everyone who uh, watched the live stream. Thanks for commenting. And, and thanks, Whitney, for a great discussion. And thanks, on And thanks for Andre Pass for. Uh, and the hall is perfect for young adult readers. Ben Levine's Nellie's Friends series is great for younger readers. I'm going to definitely check them out. And I can't highlight everybody because it only shows up a Facebook user. Of course, Facebook does that. And a big 
Shout out to Will Brody. Hello to you too. And that's it for today. I'll see you again back here for another episode of Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Living Podcast slash Weekly Motivation with Crazy Fitness Guy. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay motivated. See you again here next time. Peace.